The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I mean, this is kind of a big day for you. It is. Because you're never going to be this young ever again. I know, because now. Like with 37, I could pretend to be in my mid to late 30s. You could 30s try to still. say that. 38, there's no. No, there's no denying it. Now no, I'm in my late 30s. Yeah. So this is the last day you of my mid to late 30s. Your late 30s. Not yet. Tomorrow. Oh, man. Tomorrow. Whatever it's just early a hop, 40s. Step and a jump <laughs> to where I am. I believe me, you don't want to get where I am. Oh, oh. man. Yeah, it is. No, nope, my birthday is tomorrow, which means people are uh, confusing it for uh, Wednesday. Nope, it's tomorrow, the 9th. It's my last time in the late thirties. So yeah, they sure are. Sure, say it a lot. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on uh, the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have so much to talk about today. I do want to remind everybody that you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link right there at the top of the page and get a new audiobook. Mm. Uh, you can watch well, if you sign up. You can uh, get two free audio Not one, but two. Two free audiobooks. I do have a new recommendation that is not the Bill Hodges trilogy, which you are still listening to, Sarah. I'm toward the end of it. You're towards the end, yeah. It's a... Ru- There's going to be some ride. motions at the end. I know. I'm, I'm anticipating it. I'm already nervous. It's all I'll I say. mean, it's the end of a trilogy, so clearly, I mean, at the end of a trilogy, some, like, big things happen. Yep. And it's been, and this has been yes, definitely not one that you know is coming, and it's been... It is. Uh, the Bill Hodges trilogy, there is some very... Very graphic imagery in that book. What? Of, like, things that happen to people. Oh, okay. Not, like, yeah. what's coming up. No. It's, okay. I'm just saying what goes just on in that. general. No, it's very... It's No, the whole book is. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. But I'm very listening detailed. to a different one right now. So mm-hmm. I'm off of my Stephen King kick. I'm listening to a book called American Kingpin, which our friend Rick Emerson recommended to me. And it's a... this. It's an actual, like... True story, um, and it's true about story. true story, and it's about the founding of the Silk Road. Which do you know what the Silk Road is? I do not know what the Silk Road is. What do you think the Silk? I'm Road not going to say what, I gonna, what you think. No, because I know that you know what I thought it was. What do you think the Silk Road is? I right? don't know. Is it like a drug trade thing? Oh, you know that because no, I don't. Talk about I it. swear to God, but I, I know if it's interesting, you it has to do with drugs. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the Silk drugs Road. Drugs or smuggling or a motorcycle gang. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. sort of gangster story, drugs, or all of the above. Yeah, or they wrap them all into one. Yeah. But bundle them all together. Mayans MC is pretty good. All right, so no, this is the original Silk Road, uh, as Courtney just said, the route from Europe to Asia. That's what the original Silk Road was. This is the trade route, you know, from Asia to Europe. With the spice trades, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that was the original Silk Road. The Silk Road I'm talking about, though, is the Internet Silk Road, which popped up on the dark web. In oh, boy. 2010, I think, is when it started. And it was, because uh, I remember hearing about it and not understanding what it was or how to get to it. You have to use a Tor browser. There's still tons of stuff on that side of the internet. But um, this was like the first one, and it was a, basically a giant, they, they called it, it was like the Amazon for drugs. So, okay. But it was all anonymous. Payment was done in Bitcoin. And they couldn't track, you, you couldn't track who it was. So they sent everything via mail, and then it wound up, they started adding guns on there, and like, basically anything illegal you can think of, you could buy it on the Silk anything Road. Anything that piques your interest, yes, yes okay. you could buy it there. And that, so that's about the founding of that. The guy, I mean, spoilers, the guy got caught eventually, but uh, it's about him and how he built it and 
how it all works. So you have the educational, like, like historical, actually, like information about the dark web. Whereas yeah. I just watched a movie called Selfie from Hell, <laughs> where um, you could spread some sort of hellish, um, like, demonic plague by uh, going on the dark web and going to different rooms. It was amazing. By the on way. the dark web. On the dark web. Okay. You have to dial, yeah, you have to download some um, browsers like they call Onion or something. Yeah, the Onion browser. Uh-huh. That's an actual one. Yeah. And you go into it's black rooms and red rooms. Yeah, though that's how you that's how you access the dark yeah. web. Yeah, so that's what they did. So because um, mm-hmm. her cousin was like a YouTube star, and there are all these. <laughs> it was, what was it called again? Selfie from hell. It. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> you're welcome. Again, it's uh, on the internet. It's it's just look up selfie from hell. You'll be able to find it. Um, it is awful. It is just so gloriously selfie awful. from hell. Selfie from hell. Okay. All right. All about the dark web. So okay, you can watch Selfie from Hell and then actually learn about you know the fundamentals of the dark web. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's the the true story of Selfie Ooh. from Hell. Well, anyway, American Kingpin. <sighs> I recommended it. It's uh, it's it's pretty fascinating. Um, all right, we've got a lot to talk about today because we have to talk about Sarah, you know, and the changes that she's going through right now. I am going through changes. You are going through changes. Uh, I also am going through some changes, uh, not in a physical sense, but there's something that I haven't actually talked about on this show. I think people who are listening to the live stream, I, I did bring it up to them, but I now, since it's official official, uh, I wanted to bring something up to everybody who listens to Fun Employment Radio. So as you know, uh, if you listen to this show, that on the side, I have been working for a company for, called Digital Trends, on and off, honestly, for like 10 years. For a long time. For a long time. Mm. Like, I worked in like 2008, and se- uh, 8, 9, 10, a bunch, and then I was away for like two or three years, and then I came back. Back when we worked for the Blazers, I, I came back on board at Digital Trends hosting different videos, and um, that transitioned into <laughs> hosting podcasts and hosting daily videos. And now I've reached the new phase in my, uh, my working relationship with Digital Trends, and it's this. I have signed on officially to be a well, tech, a full-time employee of Digital Trends. So I am I am signed on. This now. isn't just saying goodbye to Fun Employment Radio, and thing, that's really. what I'm going to get yeah, to. Get to it quicker okay. because it sounds like you're saying goodbye. Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> okay. So what does this mean for Fun Employment Radio listeners? Nothing. It means nothing. The, uh, nothing changes. Uh, there may be, there's some internal stuff Sarah and I have to work out, like some time things. But generally speaking, we'll be recording at the same time at about noon every day. Uh, we'll, the podcast goes up. Like it's, it's included. Digital Trends is supportive of it. Like it's a, it's a really mutual relationship. So nothing. So nothing changes for, for those of you that listen to Fun Employment Radio, uh, which is fantastic because that was one thing that I was, I was really specific about. But other than that, um, I am going to be now – uh, hosting some new shows for them. So they're in the process of launching some new live streaming programs, and I am going to be the anchor uh, for their new morning show that's going to be starting in a couple of weeks-ish. Like you'll, you'll start seeing notifications go out. They're going to send press releases and all that stuff. But um, that's what I'm doing. So today was my first day actually going, like because I go in there a lot, but I, I kind of just sit in like a side room, the podcast room. Now I'm signed on and I'm, like, I have a cubicle. Like I have a desk, and I have a wait. Does it have your name like a on computer? it? No, it doesn't have my name on it. No, I don't. How have do you an know office. it's your cubicle? No, they said there was a piece of paper on, on it that said "Welcome, Greg." Um, wow, I've only had one cubicle once, uh, but it was at a radio station like years yeah. ago, and that was where I just kept like all of my um, like old tapes and like hard drive discs and things. Uh-huh. Yeah, I used never, to have one. Would I, I've never I, like worked in. Well, I've never had a nine to five. I guess so. I've never actually yeah. had like a. And this isn't really nine to five. I mean, it's it's kind of a varied 
thing as far as, you know, that that part of it is concerned. Uh, but the last time I had a cubicle was, I don't know, like 15 years ago, maybe longer than that. Probably longer than that, actually, when I worked uh, for the, for Plastimade. When I worked for the pool liner company, I had a cubicle. That, no, I, it, basically, it's just like a workspace that I'm going to be going to, which I guess is what a cubicle is. Um, but it was it is kind of a weird feeling, though. Like just because I, I mean it's really exciting and I'm very excited to come on and I'm I'm really excited about this job. It's just it's a strange transition from you know how we work. Well, you've been independently contracted for a while. For a for a, I, long, a time. long time. Yeah. A very long time. And it is now weird it's, because sometimes you know, when you when you all like are listening to us talk and everything, you're like, Oh, Sarah and Greg idiots, but they're our fun friends. But mm-hmm. you know, honestly, this is also also our job and sometimes I forget yeah. that too. Yeah. Because like we do put a lot of work into it, but then it's, like when you take a step back, I'm like, shit, we've owned our own company for a long time now. Yeah. Yeah. We've owned our yeah. We we've been yeah, small yeah. business owners. I mean, really, when you get down to it, that's what we are. Uh, I mean our job just happens to be really cool. That mm. takes a lot of work at you know, a lot of work to get to where where we are, and I'm thankful for where we are. But uh, but yeah, so signing on to this, it's just kind of it's a different experience. Like you know, I have like HR meetings. Oh man! Like when I signed on, oh, you have to creepy. go through the company things. Oh, that's so creepy. No, but I mean, it, it was totally fine. It was, no, you know, I know, but it's but it's I, just it's a strange. I have to say, I'm not insulting. Yeah. but it's probably weird. It's weird. Yeah. It is. It's a weird. Like it's requi- a weird feeling. Required meetings are also like something I'm not uh, used to anymore. Like I, I remember, we haven't had to do that for, for the like, catering company. I have. I got like something. Um, in my email, there was like mandatory for me. I'm like mandatory meeting. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> I know it is. I mean, I mean, I might not be able to make it. That's not an, an issue, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's what it is. Like just kind of getting used to that, and <laughs> you know, I I just haven't done that in a long, long time. So it's a it's a strange feeling. Like not bad. It's just different. It's just a different kind of feeling that I'm going to have to get used to, of of doing that. Like I have a, a company computer. That's there. Like I've got a company laptop that was assigned. You have a like, company laptop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, believe me, it's pretty cool. But uh, but it's just it, this this transition is going to take a little bit for me to get used to it mentally. Mm. Like, And it's not like I'm not there almost every day anyway. It's just the switch from sitting well, in one going place from, to like, another. part-time to full-time. Like, yeah, it's a different. Because now you are have like a I'm, contract that has, requires you to be there for a certain amount of hours. Like it's different. Right. Yeah. And I'm on the other side now. Now I'm like – I just it feels like there's a mental bridge that I've crossed, you know. And uh, so, what's it like sitting in an office? <sighs> well, it's been so long since I've done it. It's quiet, um, oh. but I mean, it's it's like I said, I, I love it. It's just it's a <laughs> you know, people are working, they're typing away because it's a lot like of writers and editors. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, I'm just getting used to it. It's it's just a you know. I mean, you've gotta, only done it like I've done half it for half a day. A day. Yeah, he's <laughs> no. like, oh god, all the bridges. I've all crossed. the bridges. I know it's half a day. <laughs> I know it's it's very very exciting. Um, yeah, everything that we're going to be doing, I'm just really excited about it. But yeah, it's getting used to being getting used to that. It's just strange. Like this morning, I, I like I hardly even slept last night. I don't know why. Like I've known known about this for a long time, but I'm just like, oh, well, what's oh, it's going to be so weird? I'm thinking nothing's going to be weird. I've known these people forever so it's not like anything's really that new as far as all that stuff I, it just felt it's just different it it's is a change different. yeah it's a change um but uh but yeah so that's that's what's going on so i wanted to let you guys know and i'll be posting something on facebook probably in a couple of days just announcing it um to everyone about uh what it is but yes i am uh, the new show will launch in a couple of weeks it'll be a morning show and uh 
and that's uh, I don't know what else I can say about it right now, but it's going to be pretty cool. Well, we will make sure that we let everybody know so they can watch it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it, please do, please, please do. And in the meantime, I need to learn how to care about tech stuff so I can ride on these coattails a little. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, didn't you hear, Greg, that I know what audiobooks are now? <laughs> Sarah does know what audiobooks are. Look at that. Oh, Edward's asking, uh, will the current shows continue? Yep, the current shows that I do for DT will continue. Fun Employment Radio continues. Normal time. Uh, it is a daily. It is going to be a daily show. It'll be a morning daily show. So, uh, yeah, it'll be every every single morning. Um, I'll be I'll be broadcasting down there. Ooh. And so it'll be. Uh, it's exciting. It is a lot of work, though. <laughs> you sound like the beginning of the Larry Sanders show right now. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. Isn't it? It's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. See that sign up there? It says applause. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway. Well, back to Sarah now. Sarah, it is the last day. Well, I mean, all I've gotten done is grown older. I mean, I don't really have anything that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> the last day of being 37. Tomorrow is the day. Tomorrow is the day. And well, I, will say we... I don't even think it's the 37 that necessarily. It's just the... I can't ever say the phrase mid to late 30s You again. can't get away with that. No, because when you're, you're 37, you still can. Technically, Technically I think it's can. 34 to 36 is what we're talking about. No, mid 30s. No, I'm mid to late 30s. But now I'm just going to be, as of tomorrow, I'm going to be late 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 38, yeah. You're in your late 30s. Like if there were a news tomorrow, story, to be like female late 30s. Like if they had a But script found and... murdered in a ditch? Is that <laughs> no. what you're going to say? Jesus, Greg. That's not where I was going. It was exactly where you were going. It was not where I was going. Uh-huh. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it would, you, you'd be described as late 30s. So how does it feel? Like how does it feel to you? I don't know. Like, yeah. Because I, I know that like 38 isn't what it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, if that makes any sense. Cause I remember when right, our, yeah, it's not. When our parents were like 38, that was like, you know, that, that was old, wasn't it? Like, that was <laughs> kind of midlife. Like, everyone was looking like, oh, you know, no, that's the, over the hill. Yeah, over like, the hill. Close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's like you're knocking at death's door. One step closer to the grave. And now I still feel like I'm still, like, have so much more to do. Yeah, I mean, well, I think a lot of that has kind of, you know, it, the the opinion has changed anyway about what old is. No. Well, I'm a sp- I wonder. Maybe that's because we're old, though. Yeah. Is that just because we're old? I wonder if I've officially become a spinster. What is a spinster? You know like, what a spinster what, is? What exactly is a spinster, it's though? It's like a, a, a never married, uh, childless, <laughs> barren woman. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just go ahead and get me some cash okay. for tomorrow. <laughs> Wait, I'm taking a look here. And, and Okay, spinster. An unmarried woman, typically an older woman, beyond the usual age for marriage. Does that make you a spinster? I'm probably. I think I might be a spinster. <coughs> I'm okay with that. I mean, I would rather... Do you have to dress a certain way I if you're going to become a spinster? I am strange, though. I mean, I do feel like, especially, like, even going to my high school reunion or any of that stuff, like, I, I do have friends that have been unmarried and don't have children, but I don't have a lot of them. Like, me having the combo of being never married and no kids. The one-two punch? The one-two punch. Like, that's... It's pretty strange if you start to think about it a little bit. Is it? Like, I don't know. Just think about your friends and... How many people you know are like unmarried or at least haven't ever been married or have had no children? And then a combo of the two. Yeah. I mean, think. I know a lot of people that have been divorced. Yeah. I mean, you know. I, didn't even, I haven't even had my starter marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you got to get one really quick. Just get it out of the way. Yeah. So it is uh, supposed to be like a, um, like a derogatory like stereotype of an older woman because you know like as men get older they're like more dapper and charming and they become silver foxes and women are just yeah. like barren and droopy and unmarried <laughs> which i'm fine with like i 
Baron and Droopy on this. I don't think so. I'm pretty happy with my life. I'm okay. Yeah, well, you should be. I'm I'm happy with the friends and the family and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, but I am, I believe, crossing over to spinster. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Officially a spinster. I don't know. Like, I still don't like cats. (laughs) I just don't know anybody that uses the term spinster. Oh, okay, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Old maid also redirects to spinster. Oh, yeah. An old maid. Oh, yeah. That seems like way worse of a term than spinster. Oh, no, people used to get like old really Old maid seems Well, that's mean. a card game, too, isn't it? Old maid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Eddie says his sister's never been married either, and she's 39. Mm. She's got one year on me, Got Eddie. one year on you. Woohoo. Yeah. Wow, this is a lot of information about spinsters. Yeah, or does it have like a definitive age? No, but there are notable spinsters. So there are some notable ones. Um, uh, well, yeah, I'll look and see if there's an, uh, an actual age. Uh, let me see here. Coco Chanel. Oh. Spinster. Uh, I love it. Kylie Minogue. I know it. Kylie Minogue, she's never... I've been obsessed with Kylie Minogue lately. Yeah. That's really? because I... Because you introduced me to that goddamn Nick Cave song, and I can't stop listening to and it. And Scott Daly's the one who introduced me to that, so Nick Cave has an album called Murder Ballads, which if you haven't heard it before, I'd, I'd never heard it before until... Uh, Scott played it for me a few weeks ago, but there is a song with Nick Cave and Kylie Minogue. Uh, called Wild Rose, oh, and I cannot, so I think of, like, I get obsessed with songs, and this one, it, it's playing yeah. in my head right now as I'm even talking. Well, and she, basically, each song is about a murder between a man and a woman, or, or I think they're all about that, and either the woman murders the man, or the man murders the woman, but it's just dark and really, really good. I really recommend it, that murder ballads. But yeah, Kylie Minogue. Nope, she dated uh, Michael Hutchins. Yeah, but she didn't marry him, right? Nope. No. See, I've dated, I've dated people, but spinster. I've never been, I'm unmarried. Well, Kylie Minogue is a good spinster to follow. That is a good spinster. That's a good She's spinster. rad. Yeah. And Coco Chanel. Mm-hmm, Coco Chanel, uh, Florence Nightingale. What? Um, did a lot of good yep. for a lot of people. Yep, she was a spinster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy Sedaris is a spinster. <gasps> I love Also, <her> spinster. <gasps> Debbie Harry. Okay, you're just naming awesome people. I'm naming awesome people. Dude, yeah. spinsters are awesome. Yeah. You're I doing like just being fine. a spinster. Yeah. Greta Garbo. Elizabeth I of England. What, she never married? No, I she never probably did. know that, yeah. No, no, she um, Jane Austen. Susan B. Anthony. Wow, I'm Spencer. keeping some good company. You're in company. some good company right there. Emily Dickinson. Looks like a lot of writers. A lot of writers were spinsters. So, yeah. So you're doing pretty good. All right. So yeah, don't feel too bad about I like, it. Well, because I do kind of feel like an alien sometimes. Like, I'm just, sorry, I'm looking at the, the Wikipedia, the see also section on here, on the Wikipedia page. Uh, medieval single women. <laughs> yes. Uh, bachelor, bachelorette, cat lady. Of course. <laughs> Catherineette. That's interesting. Catherineette. Fear of commitment. And then there's various Asian terms, morai and shing. <gasps> oh my God! So Catherineettes were a traditional French label for girls. Of 25 years old who were still unmarried oh, gross. by the 25th of November, then they'd have a special celebration offered to them on this day while everyone wished them a fast end to their singlehood. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, heaven forbid. Medieval single woman. So a medieval I mean, I can't help it. I'm picky. No. No, and I, I don't think you should worry about it. But no, no. A medieval single woman <laughs> refers to a woman born between the 5th and 15th century who did not marry. The category of single women does not include widows or divorcees, which are terms used to describe women who were married at one point in their lives. Um, during the medieval ages, 
During the Middle Ages, lifelong spinsters came from a variety of socioeconomic backgrounds, though elite women were less likely to be single than peasants or townswomen. Hmm. That's interesting. So I wonder what that meant when you were, when you were a spinster around then. I don't know. But yeah, anyway. so it's another stereotype of the spinster has appeared in literature as the quick-witted and sometimes quick-tempered independent woman who has been unmarried by choice. Yeah. I'm going to pick that one. That's me. Mm-hmm. There that's, it is. That's yeah. what I'm going to go with. Uh, Rick, in the live chat for the funemploymentradio.com slash support, if you want to join the supporters club, six ninety nine a month, the first week is free. Uh, just said Alice from the Brady Bunch seems like a spinster. Yeah. Alice did seem like Oh, a, yeah. Yep, she was a spinster. Although she had company. Sam. She did have Sam. Sam the butcher bringing Alice the meat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, there's a lot of people you have here. It is strange, though, because I get people asking me, they're like, well, do you think that you'll ever get married? And it's, like, such a weird question. (laughs) Well, yeah, because how can you say that? I know. And, like, but it's like they're trying to get something out of me. Like, I've had people just ask, like, I'm some... I I don't know. That's a strange question. It is. Like, I'm some, like, husk of a broken person because I'm like, (laughs) I like doesn't mean I don't have the ability to love. It just means I haven't found somebody and I don't really necessarily I've never even when I was a kid I never dressed up as a bride right that's not anything I had ever really thought of I never thought about having kids I never you know thought about a big white wedding like it's just not my I mean I'm never saying I'm never saying never yeah right but it's not something I sit around and think about um let's see there's also I don't know that one's a strange one uh Sheng Nu was a derogatory oh a derogatory term from the All China Women's Federation. Okay, hmm. so in China, and in China, it's a derogatory term for spinsters. I mean, I will be a dog lady. I I could absolutely see that. Happening oh, you have yeah, you have point. a bunch of little dogs, and a bunch of little fuzzy buddies. Yeah, you definitely will. Yes. Yeah, and then push them around in strollers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll get slowly crazier and crazier with that. Yeah, you have them all dressed up. Yeah, how many do you think you'll have? Three. Oh, three probably. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But you'll constantly be debating the fourth. You'll want to get the fourth. And then one day you'll just like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to bring forth a little buddy in. Mm-hmm. And then you'll sleep with the yeah, other. They'll all be sleep on the bed. Yep. That's, 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 yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I think the, uh, us ladies or, you know, anyone who wants to identify as a spinster needs to take it back. Take back the term spinster? I think we should. I absolutely think we should. Why does it have to be a negative connotation? It doesn't need because to be. Because you chose to, like, take it back. Not follow, like, the, you know, society's conventions. Society's social, like, yeah, social norms. Yeah. You decided that you could be happy without, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. 38 yeah. years old is the year of the spinster. God Self-described yet. spinster. Self-described. <gasps> That's what I want when people talk about me. Yeah. Self-described si- spinster. Sorry, spinster. I'm still in. Not a socialite? Isn't that another term for like... Socialite doesn't have, refer to the same thing, though, I'm right? I'm not really good at BSing. <clears throat> socialite's more like flit and float and, and okay. have like small conversations with lots of people and... Yeah, I, I don't think I can do it's that. He noted in the chat, quote, it's not like I don't have the ability to love. Maybe the saddest <laughs> thing ever said on the show. <laughs> I have the ability to love you, Rick. <laughs> it's just I love too much. Just too much yes. love. So tomorrow, 38. Tomorrow you turn 38. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, well, I'm super official. excited. Well, I did do... Um, well, I did do like a super lady thing this weekend. I went to see on Friday night uh, with a few of my girlfriends. Went and saw Star is Born, the new um, adaptation with Bradley Cooper and Lady my Gaga. Lady Gaga. And your best friend, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Yep. Holy crap, that is an amazing, amazing movie. Is it good? I have not yet, but it's also 
I don't know if you know, I'm not going to give any spoilers. I mean, this movie has been, the first uh, iteration of it was made in 1937. Yeah. So this is the fourth, re- uh, the third remake of the original. Okay. Um, but if you have seen any, you know, it's a sad movie. I'm not going to say anything of what happens, but there's, it's pretty depressing. And I haven't lost my shit like that in a movie theater in a long time. Like really? my, my girlfriends, I were all just sobbing messes. I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful movie, but... Wow, and but I it did is feel, sad. Yeah, it's it's a. I've never watched the original or any of the originals. Mm-hmm. I know there's like three other ones, but because yeah. there's the one in the '70s that was pretty popular with Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. Yeah, and then there's one, in and the, the one before that was with Judy Garland. And then there's and, another one in the '30s. And the first one was in the '30s. Yeah, yeah, but it's all basically the same premise about a you know a young ingenue and like an older aging rock star, and they fall in love and blah blah. It's like it's pretty spectacular, but it is. Very, very sad. Okay. But I've seen a lot well of people done. posting about it. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Yeah. I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. The next day, even like all day, I was just thinking about that movie. I mean, okay. it had such an impact. It was good. All right. But anyway, I did feel like... Do you uh, think I'd like it? I like movies about singers, like Crazy Heart. I love, you know, anything where there's about singers. I don't like Heart. musicals, but I like shows about singers. It's not a musical. Okay. The only singing there is is like when they're performing. So that's what I like. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I like. I think you would like it. Okay. I think that you will also um, find out that you too have human emotions, no. and it'll probably there's no emotions in here. Beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's it's wonderful, but I did totally feel like I'm all, like sitting in the movie theater with a bunch of my friends, just like watching a movie, crying. I'm like, getting older is okay. I like that's this. I have all my, right. I have my purse wine and my friends. Oh, bring purse wine by the way. Like the distinct. Am. Yeah, yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody other than you did that. Yes, brought purse wine. <laughs> I wish I could have seen the row of us all with our purse wine sobbing. <laughs> but everyone in the theater was crying. Like it's a sad movie. It's, everybody's crying. I don't know if I want to go see this. Then it's if pretty, everybody's crying. Should I just wait to watch this? I do have a friend uh, who I saw just post about it, and he actually left the theater because he was so upset. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever left a movie because I'm upset. I left a movie. I left The Mummy because it was terrible. Um, that's about the only time I've walked out of a movie, though, I think. Is yeah. The Mummy. I went with a couple of friends to go see the second Twilight movie because we thought it would be funny, oh, and we'd had a couple beers, and oh. we just we stayed there for like 10 minutes. We're like, nope. That sounds <laughs> Yeah, horrible. we walked out. I'm like, nope, can't do it. Never no. mind. Not even in a funny way. This is not. Yeah, I am. Generally speaking, if I pay for a movie, it's going to be something that I'm, I want to see. Even if I'm disappointed, I'm not going to leave because I paid for it. I want my money's worth. Um, yeah, The Mummy's the only one. I was like, nope, no, fuck this. I can't do this. Yeah. I'm out. Um, all right. But I will say, I will be surprised if either, if one of them or both of them don't win an Oscar for that. It seems like it's set up for that. I mean, it's, and that's actually why one of my friends didn't want to watch it. She's like, yeah, it just seems like one of those movies that they make because they know that they could get Oscars for the performance. But it doesn't matter once you watch it because even she was like, well, even they deserve still, it. Still, the performance has to back it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you can't just be like, ah, here's a here's a movie that's a yeah. famous one. Give me an Oscar. And it was, and Bradley Cooper directed it too. Yeah, it was. I I do like Bradley Cooper. Oh, then you. I'm, will, a, I'm a Bradley Cooper fan. Will, it was very honest cool. and very. I mean, it was a beautiful movie. I mean, yeah. I laughed a lot. Like, it's it's funny. Huh. It's it's charming. It's sad. But, I mean, it has everything. I, I left. the whole gamut. People applauded at the end of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It All was right. very good. All right. 
that's my story. Well, that's good. Now that's, that's a good recommendation. That's so Spencer Sarah's. Story. I will watch it, but I may not watch it in the theater. Okay, maybe, maybe not. I would say that might be a good because I absolutely said that I'd watch it again, but I was like, I will watch it at one of my friends' houses with a box of tissues where nobody can see me cry. <laughs> That's that emotional. I mean, it's not that much, it's just so well done. It's a very, yeah. I mean, they're both performers with love. I mean, music I have an idea and, that, you know, of what happens uh, just from, you know, knowing over the years. Yeah, but, and uh, nobody nobody ruined it for anybody it else if you sad. haven't seen it. I mean, it's... Yeah. Well, it's, this is the fourth time it's been done. Yeah. You know. um, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll watch it. Uh, should we do some World of Crazy? No, because no. I didn't... Remember, I didn't have time to do that. Oh, you, that's right. Sorry, That's okay. Sarah. I thought we were going to talk about the... Yes, talk thing. about that. Yeah, because we did celebrate your birthday. Oh, Sarah's giving me the angry, angriest look on Earth right now because I messed up. I wrote it into the list. That's why I'm going off of the list. I put it in there, so... Oh, boy. Um, anyway, uh, we did celebrate some of Sarah's birthday early this weekend because we went on a brew cycle. Now, if you don't know what a brew <laughs> cycle is... You might have seen it, and you're like, who the hell are those idiots? Well, what maybe are they in doing? Portland, but I don't know if they have very many places or not. And what it is, is essentially... They do. I know they have them in Seattle and, like, New York and some other places. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, what it is essentially is a... It's a... Traveling bar, although you don't drink at it, but it's set up like a bar where you have people sitting around it, and it's on a trailer and with pedals attached to it, like bike pedals. So you sit in like a bar stool, but you have pedals beneath you, and you pedal this this barge <laughs> around the streets, and then it take you go on uh, you go like a on a bar tour, crawl, yeah. yeah, a mini pub crawl, and it takes you to different bars, and you have some drinks, and you get back on, and you pedal away and you got somebody actually steering the thing who's who and works using for the, company, the brakes thank yeah, god yeah using the brakes yes. so you're safe but it's um we went on one and there was like 15 of us 16 something like that and did it this last weekend and so it's about say, like two and a half hours long so i got the idea for this when uh, greg and i we had walked down a guest or something a couple months ago and um we were sitting then they're talking to them and all of a sudden you hear music in the background and yeah. it was like early in the afternoon i'm like what the hell is that and i turn and look just to see this thing go around the corner <laughs> and there are all these people sitting in like these little you know bike chairs mm-hmm. and they're pedaling so there's like six on each side and then like three on the back and then there's somebody steering the thing and you hear like music blasting and i hear people laughing i'm like god they look like idiots i'm like uh-huh that looks like so much fun <laughs> i like i want to do there that there's some drunk girl it's clearly her birthday or something sitting birth- in the back she's in the back wearing like a, a crown and she's like Aah! dancing around yeah, yeah dancing it was like two o'clock three o'clock in the afternoon on like a tuesday i'm like yeah. okay yeah this is happening so i um talked to greg and then you know our good friend tuggy and i was like i kind of want to do one of those brew cycle things i've never done it mm-hmm I don't know exactly what it entails, but, I mean, they look so dumb and so fun. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, we ended up getting one of those. It was, like, 15 people. And you kind of have to work for it. Yeah. It's pretty fun. That's the one thing that was surprising to me. I figured with, like, 15 people pedaling, or I think, I don't know, like, 12 pedal at a time or something like that, um, that it wouldn't be that hard. It's pretty hard. Oh, yeah. You get a workout. Like, don't go on. If you do go on one of those things, don't expect that it's just going to be a cakewalk. Like, you really do have to. I mean, my legs were hurting. Unless you get one of the seats that doesn't have the um Well, then you don't the have pedals. to pedal. Yeah, but yeah, if you're to. pedaling, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is a lot of work. So it was funny to see, like, the different looks uh, that people give you. 
Because some people look at you like and they're smiling and they're like, oh, look at those people having fun. Other people are like, I hate you. I hate your existence. Oh, like, yeah. They just glare. Yeah, you get to make it. But for the most part, everyone's like nice and like waving to you. And like mm-hmm. you get to pick out. Um, so we made a playlist and they have a speaker in there and yeah. you can play whatever music you want. So we were just playing. Oh, my God. We played Butterman. Yes. Butterman was blasted around oh, Portland my on that thing. God. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so they went to, yeah, a few different places and just riding from place to place. I mean, I I would definitely recommend that. You feel silly, and then as soon as you get over, like, the... Well, it is dead, silly. It but, is. I mean, who cares? But it's so fun. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of, it's teamwork. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're with a bunch of people, and you're all just working together for a common goal, which is yeah. get to the next bar. Yep. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tony's asking how many people were faking that they were they were pedaling. You can see everybody's feet. So you can Greg. see when they're not pedaling. I was too pedaling. You, I saw you stop pedaling for a while there. Well, when you hit the brakes, yeah, I'm not going to keep pedaling. No, but I saw you. And or you were coasting. Like, no, you were. Everyone else was pedaling, and Greg was I, over there not even moving. That is legs. not true. It is true. I, I saw pedaled. It. I pedaled quite a bit on those things. Now, when it was coasting and it was like clear, it was just pointless pedaling. No. And I was like, well, okay, we're good. I don't need to pedal right here. Mm-hmm. And when he slammed on the brakes, I didn't need to pedal. Because you can still pedal, but it's just not doing anything. So, no, I was just an efficient pedaler is what was going on there. Yeah, and by efficient pedaler, he means he didn't pedal. I pedaled plenty. Thank uh-huh. you very much. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we did We did do that. So the Bruce yeah. was was a lot of fun. It was. It was really fun. So if you've mm-hmm. ever been thinking about it and you feel like, don't even feel stupid if you've wanted to do it and mm-hmm. feel like you're... Who cares? If you have fun, that's all that matters. It was a good time. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, and you don't have to have your own group. You can just, they'll fill groups too. Yeah. So you just want to go on one and then meet people. Mm-hmm. Like that's another fun one. Yeah, and the host guy was super great. Alex, yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was really nice. Yep. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. Yes, I had a weekend equally full of tears and laughter. And then yesterday, very, very tired. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did it up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, well, did you have some stories? I do. I have a little bit of ball talk that we can do. Because there's, like, all kinds of sports stuff going on right now. Uh, not as much as you would think. But, well, yes, Isn't sure. there, like, baseball stuff? And there like is. There's some starting. baseball stuff. There's some football stuff. Okay, take that back. There were a few things. Because everywhere I go, there's some sort of game on. Yeah. Yeah, I take that back. There's some stuff going on. There's also a lot of bad stuff. But I'm Greg Nibbler. Oh. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. Well, first up, we'll go to this. Having to do with the UFC. So are you doing what the UFC is? Ultimate Fighting Championship. Yep. Are you wiggling the table? No. Yes, you're. my microphone is wiggling. Well, the UFC is the Mixed Martial Arts Fighting League, and you know who Conor McGregor is, I'm sure. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Oh, he's the Irish guy, right? Yep. Talks and Kelsey a lot has a huge crush on, but then he like did some also like horrible things or something. He's kind of a douche. Kind of a douche. But he is entertaining. So Conor McGregor fought his arch nemesis, Khabib Nurm... Nurmagomedov. 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 Yes, that's how I think you say it. Khabib. We'll just say Khabib. Um, so these two are like intense rivals. Like, So I don't know if you remember back in, I think it was like April, Conor McGregor was suspended from UFC because he went to a UFC match that was going to be happening. And there's video of him in the parking garage where he hucked a chair at a bus that was carrying Khabib Nurmagomedov. Roid Rage is... A false oh, Yeah, right. Accusation. No, that, that never happens. No. Yeah, he chucked a chair at it and broke a bunch of windows and uh, was arrested and got in a bunch of trouble. Got in a bunch of trouble. And he was suspended, but of course he's going to end up being back in the UFC. Yeah. Because, yeah, they want him back in. So he came back in and they had their fight over this weekend. Uh, McGregor's 21-4. and 4, Nurmagomedov is 27-0. and 0. He's never lost. Okay. 
And uh, Nurmagomedov won. I just like saying it now. Nurmagomedov. Yeah, you really Nur- like him. Nurmagomedov. 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 Are you having a stroke? Nurmagomedov. Yeah. <laughs> Nurmagomedov. So uh, he won. But after the fight, insanity ensued. And, you know, typically uh, McGregor uh, tapped out because he was getting choked and he couldn't breathe or something. So he tapped out, which means he's lost. Mm. Um, Nurmagomedov then. <laughs> I'm going to really see how many times I can drop it in. Yeah. Uh, then chose to jump the fence of the octagon and go after Conor McGregor's training staff. This is after he'd won the match and tried to fight his jujitsu trainer. And that you had police out there. You like had security. Idea. And they're trying to separate everybody. And then at that same time, two people from Nurmagomedov's uh, group jumped into the ring and started punching Conor McGregor, which, which is after he lost. All right. So that sounds like something out of um, the WWE. Yeah. Only those are actual punches. Yeah. So it's like, not this like is, no, pretending. This is like you can go to jail. Oh, okay. But McGregor refused to press charges. They were arrested, and then they refused to press charge press charges against him. Um, really lame, though. Yeah. I mean, super lame. Like, I get it. Like, talk about roid rage. Like, that's out of. Come on. That seems a little uncalled for. Yeah. So right now, Dana White's talking about maybe taking away his title or not giving him the title or something like that. So um, there's clearly going to be a rematch. Mm. Is going to happen, and it's going to make a ton of money for both of them. Is what's going to happen. Basically, they're both going to get. Rich I mean, I was surprised at how many people I saw who were paying for that match. Yeah, like when I looked online, it's like, oh, all right, let's go get it. It's, you know, with these people. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize so many people watch that stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of people that watch it, and yeah. then the rematch when this does happen, because there will be a rematch, is going to be huge. It'll probably be the biggest one they've ever had. Biggest UFC match, I would imagine. Bigger than that one against Floyd Mayweather. That wasn't a UFC match, though. That was a boxing match. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there we go. That's what happened in that. Moving on in ball talk. Oh, Rick says I read that McGregor. Yeah, apparently McGregor's been saying some really shitty stuff. Like he's not a, he's not a good guy. That's neither of them are icky. good guys. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, moving on. Let's talk about baseball, sir. The Major League I'm Baseball ready. playoffs are upon us right now, and uh, right now they're battling it out in some of the. Divisions, some of the things, the divisions is how that works. They play Craig, games. Can you stop getting so technical with all of your baseball talk? It's really confusing. I know. I'm trying to just like minimize it and make sure, you know, it's a little bit, you know, it's nice and simple and understandable, mm-hmm. di- digestible. Okay, there it is. Uh, so <laughs> the <laughs> right now they're playing the divisional series are best of five, which means you win three games, you move on. All right. And the Dodgers, who I have already declared, will be your World Series champions. They're up 2-1. to one. They did lose last night. But they're up 2-1 to one on the Atlanta Braves, which means they only need to win one more game. Which will, that game will be taking place on Wednesday. And then they move on. Uh, the Red Sox-Yankees if are tied 1-1. They win. Yeah, then they'll move on. Today, though, or tomorrow, Houston can uh, clear out the Indians. So I'll, just, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm just going to say, you know, the Dodgers are, are doing pretty good. And that's who you predicted is going to That's who I predict. Who will win? That is who will win. Mm-hmm. So there's still time for you to send in your tithing, your payment. Don't send in um, anything. If you're going to be placing a bet based on my recommendations, my clear and accurate recommendations, 
uh, go ahead and place those bets and uh, send your tithing in to Fun Employment Radio. That'd be great. It's still time to do it. Okay. Make some money on that. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. It's bringing you up to date, Sarah. Thank you, Greg, for that one-sided version. Mike says, Greg has to mansplain what best of five means. I think I'm, I, I can figure that one out, Greg. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to be informative, Sarah. I'm just trying to be informative. Okay. That's really all I'm trying to do on that. Speaking of being informative, I do want to say this. A big thank you to Black's Pest Services. Okay. <laughs> Black's Pest Services is a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. And uh, our buddy Tristan just uh, set up an appointment with them. Oh, he did? To come out and give his house a look around. Because if you own any property in the Portland area... Seriously, have them come out. No, well, Black's Pest Services assist Tristan if he finds any other, um, perhaps, body parts in his basement. They're not. I don't think they're necessarily on the lookout for body parts. They're on the lookout for, like, pest problems that you okay. may not ha- know you have. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure Derek will keep an eye out for body parts. How's yours been going? My pest problems? Yeah. Uh, right now, my backyard is full of giant branches, which is just ready and ripe for the making of new rat's nests. But I can't get rid of them because I couldn't get a Dropbox. It's been drizzling, so they've been probably like nestling underneath there. Probably. You know, how are they going to pass those long, They will be going out of there on Wednesday is when they're they're all getting pulled out. And uh, yeah, we'll see what's been created. What kind of new land now exists in my backyard? It's probably... It's probably a lot. I mean, it's I created just the perfect habitat. You for did, it. yeah. It's like you you assess the situation. You're like, where could yep. I? Have How could I make this little apartments best? for little rat families all over? How all can over I the make this work for all of them? And yes, that's pretty much what uh, what I did. Mm-hmm. So there we are. Yep. Anyway, blackspestservices.com. Call them. Oh, because you sold the boxes there, right? I do. I still have the boxes. I haven't checked them. Myself. Oh God! What if they're like just chock full? Oh God. Well, they're definitely necessary now. I mean, with what I've got going on back there, yeah. It's a mess. It's a mess, sir. It really is a mess. But I'm trying to fix it. Okay. Yeah, there we go. All right. That's all I have on that one. Yeah, today I'm going to, on the last day of my um, 37, the, my mid to late 30s, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to clean my apartment, this, uh, you know, like nice and thoroughly, work on a painting tonight. So when I wake up tomorrow, I'll feel like older and wiser and yeah. accomplished. More spinstery. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You paint, too. I do. <laughs> spinster. Take it back. Take the term back. I am. Yeah. I am. I am a spinster. Self-proclaimed. My name is Sarah Dillon. I am almost 38 years old, and I am a spinster. <laughs> yeah. That's good. They're fun. That's true. I... I Sit and I paint, like, mm-hmm. yeah, commissioned portraits of people's favorite animals. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. That's a spinster. Mm-hmm. It's good. Well, yes, tomorrow is your birthday. So uh, happy, happy last day of being 37, sir. Oh, thank you very much, Greg. I you're appreciate welcome. it. You're I welcome. know your 30s were many, many moons ago. Not that long ago. So I know that you like to live vicariously through me and uh, my youth. What's it like, Sarah? Oh, boy. What's you? What's youth feel like? <laughs> Tell me what it feels like, Sarah. <laughs> Does your back ache? I have to walk twice as long to burn calories from half as much food yeah. in order to like not. No, that's the be worst. Like that's a thousand. The pounds. worst part about it. Oh yeah, metabolism. Like the metabolism yeah. thing that sucks. I have one piece of pizza and I have to go for like yeah. an hour walk to even just get back down to like yeah even. That's the biggest thing I noticed. Yep, it's uh, that part sucks. Mm-hmm. 
but we shall see. Yeah. Well, I know you have to get back to your brand new shiny job. I do. Got another meeting. It's three meetings in one day? Three meetings, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. What are you going to do? Are you going to like go out afterward and like, have a Manhattan with everybody? Yes. That's, we like, always gonna, have Do you have like your business bar where you like you mm-hmm. loosen up your ties at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about stocks. I'm talking about stock options. I don't even know what it's like. Yeah, I've worked in an office yeah. in like a decade. It's been no a long idea. time for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're doing great so far, I think. So far. Are you going to bring any pictures to hang up in your cubicle? <laughs> I don't know. Do you decorate cubicles? I think you're supposed to decorate I don't know. Cubicles. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Don't you like put a picture up of like... What do I put a picture up of? I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of the male version of a Spencer, except I've been divorced, so... Yeah, that's true. So you yeah. have, like, at least... Let's see what's sadder. You checked, you checked Sa- one box. Sadder, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it gets worse. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. What do I put a picture up of? Maybe a picture I don't like even have a dog. Your, I don't like, have a dog. Maybe a picture of, like, you and your brother or something. Oh, that's sad. That is... <laughs> a picture of Butters. Yeah, you but know, Butters is like, dead. <laughs> then when everybody comes, oh, is that your dog? Yeah, she's dead. Like... <laughs> 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 I mean, what do I say? What there? about like your favorite sporting <laughs> That's team? That too. Why don't you put some like uh, like a Blazers pennant or oh, something man. up? Oh, does <laughs> that too? Why does it all seem so sad? Um, well, for one, we worked yeah. for them, and it's like, yeah, I used, I used to work for them. You know, it's just it's it's always different after that. What about you? Could be like the pickles guy. You can put all kinds of like baseball pickles stuff on there. But I'm not that into the pickles. I know. I know. I need something, though. i got to have an identity of some kind, don't I? You do. Like, you've got to... Shit, I can't be the guy with, like, a blank cubicle. No, that guy's creepy. Like, he has nothing in life. Look at him. There's nothing nothing up in there. It's not like I'm going to be at it that much, but, yeah, I do need to put something in there. I mean, today's your first day, and how much time have you spent at your cubicle so far today? It's one of those things you don't know what else to do, so you just kind of sit there. (laughs) I do. Yeah. No, no, I was doing stuff, but it is, it is, it's just weird for me. I'm not used to this kind of a, it's just a change, you know? Oh, Mr. Jenky says, I have a picture of my dead dog on my desk, although she was alive when the picture was taken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll have, to, I'll have to come up with something. Okay, yeah. you're going to have to. I yeah. mean. Oh, man. I think we should all contribute. Why don't we all put together a collection of things that we can give to Greg for his cubicle walls? <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye. Bye. Oh, you P- need to picks up of you with celebrities. Okay, yeah, I could do that. Oh, yeah. You have to bring a Fun Employment Radio sticker. Yeah. That needs to be your first I thing. don't know if I can stick things on this, though. I don't think it's a sticker. Can you use, like, a push pin thing? I don't, I'm so new to this. I don't know. I'll look. Just I'll look. mark your territory. I will look. I, I don't think Does anyone's going to steal it. No, I think anybody's going to steal it from me. Do you have your own drawers? No. You don't have any drawers? No, this is a workstation. Oh, yeah. the only cubicle I ever had, I did have drawers, and it just was full of like CDs and. So he said, put up stuff. some posters of uh, sexy girls with sports cars. Be that guy. Oh. Did I not say I was just in an HR meeting? No, I. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know <gasps> if I want to do that. Stranded. God bless you. All right. It says Brady Hartsfield would have a blank cubicle. Brady Hartsfield. God, that guy is evil. All right, we got to go. Okay. Bye. All right, bye.